You're listening to Once Upon a Time. I'm Josh. And I'm Steph. And boy, am I glad you're here with us today. Oh, I thought you meant me. I was going to say, I'm always here with you. You mean them. What do you mean them? They. Who are they? The people that listen, the nice people that listen. Our friends. Our friends. I don't know if you should refer to them that way. As they or them? Yeah, that felt... Us. Right. Or the Borg. Moving on. <laughs> Resistance is futile. <laughs> um, I think um, you should. we should all like this episode. I think Resistance is futile. You think Just so? Just give in and give enjoy. In. Probably one of the better episodes this really? season. Really? Oh, wow. Are we going to have a disagreement? Yeah, I think so. Are we going to have a... We're going to have a spat. We might. I don't know. I mean, when the title this, of the show is Our Decay. Is this the beginning of Our Decay? <laughs> it might be. I don't know. Really? You really think it was that good? Well. To me, so far, lowest on the bug rating. Re- yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, we're going to have to get into that. I know. Okay. Okay. Well, is, there any, is there anything you want to add before we get started? Uh... There was a lot of darkness, which was, I mean, that was kind of cool. Well, wait, how are you? How am I? How are <laughs> you? I feel like maybe. maybe I'm dark. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I mean, when an episode's called Our Decay, you kind of expect dark, right? It's like a cure song the all way through. I mean, I love <laughs> the cure. <laughs> yeah, Robert Smith's looking a little rough these <laughs> we, days. We all are. are we all? <laughs> We all are. We'll keep talking while I get this uh, fired Okay. Up. Well, first off, I should probably apologize. I took notes. We always watch it a second time, and then we take notes. Well, I took notes, and I didn't have my glasses on. So, like, I'm looking at my notes now going, I don't have the foggiest idea what I've written. So, I could be talking about an episode six weeks ago. Um, no, there was a lot of, I, I always like to think, okay, so at the beginning of when we start talking, who did we see? Well, we saw Zelina, 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 which is always cool. We saw a lot of Hades, different kind of Hades, like a love-struck say anything, holding the radio up over his head, Hades. And then we saw Emo Henry. And then we saw a little bit, little, little, okay, first off, you get half a bug deducted because there was not enough hook in this episode. So y'all need to understand that first and foremost. That's half a bug off the top. And then we saw there was just so much darkness i mean it's like you're starting to see the underworld is just not a happy place and people are like wait a minute stuck did you think that no i I mean i didn't think a happy place i didn't think it was disneyland but i mean it's you know it's a fantasy show and so you you think that they skip they skip around a lot of things i mean they hit some things pretty hard but then some of the other stuff is like skipped around like the dead kids who nobody even cares about but it's just the line of, I'm just going to say it, the line of people who want to go do the level one haunting, that was sad to me. Hmm. That like really, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. These people just, they're like what the blind witch said, there's no joy, there's no hope. I was like, wow. I'm really, I'm really going to see if I can unwind why <laughs> you didn't enjoy this episode and I, didn't, I did. I didn't say I didn't enjoy it. It's just there. It was just. It was. It was. It needed to happen. I mean, I'm. I'm like looking forward to the next episode. Okay. Like it to me was to me. It's like we walked out on the diving board and we took the three hops and we're and then the show ended and we haven't gone over the diving board yet. Into the pool. You know when you go on a diving board, you got a bloop bloop bloop, and then you go. Whoosh. I don't know where you were going with that analogy. That was it. That so that was we're, it. We're just gonna move on. <laughs> okay. Um. So. Hey, anytime you can open an episode in Oz. I know. We love Zelina. I'm not, I am total 100%. I love Zelina. And and I love the Oz set. Oh, it's cool. Scare, Scarecrow was a little off to yeah, me. I don't understand the Scarecrow. I, I could have used just a dude in a suit, but you know me, I'm Mr. Mister Practical Effects. And then we had badass Dorothy with her WWE Women's Championship belt. <laughs> A humongous belt on. That, I guess that. I guess that's like a corset. Type it's like thing. a corset, but, but it does kind of look like it's, it's a, a championship belt. belt all day, every day. Sounds like she's earned it. Yeah, she's tough, boy. She's not little Dorothy she's, Gale from Kansas. She's Dorothy. I think Dorothy is the Daniel Bryan of Oz. <laughs> Apparently, yes. the yes. yes movement. Yes, she has the love of the people. She does have the love. Apparently, of the people. is quite powerful. Yeah, if you have the love of the people, you can do no wrong. No, they. they I like this Dorothy. 
I, no, I like this Dorothy too. She more than makes up for the weird looking, um, the weird looking scarecrow. And we got to see Toto, so that's always good. Do you and know the, who did the voice of the scarecrow? You told me, so I do know. But you go right ahead and throw down that wisdom. Do you? Did you forget already? No, I just I. You told me. That's the only reason I know. Paul Shear. Yeah. Uh, from the league, the league, and, and all kinds of stuff. He's he actually in all does kinds a podcast. Uh, How did this get made? Mm. Which is about them watching strange movies, and it's really quite funny because him and Jason Matsudakis, who's also no, 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 that's the guy from Saturday Night Live. Uh, Jason Sudeikis is the guy from Saturday Night Live. There's no Matza. Mats- Okay, forget it. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so Paul Shear was the voice. Yes. Okay. I thought it was interesting. So what we saw, you know, one of the very first things that we noticed, and it was funny because we're sitting here watching, watching, going, ooh, Zelina, 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 and all of a sudden Hades walks by the tower and it ticks, and we're like, oh, somebody moved on. They so, did, but who? Well, but see, here's the thing. So what that tells us is people move on all the time that have nothing to do with our heroes, right? I mean, that's got to be what that means. People are constantly moving on, finishing their stuff, that's what I took from it. Maybe. Like people can do that without him having, without anything, without having to do with Hook or Charming or Emma. Like it's something that happens. Which is interesting because we've noted that people tend to, or at least seem like they're completely oblivious as to yeah, why, they're, why there. they're they're, they're yeah. there to begin with or what their possibly their unfinished business could be. Yeah. Like the whole Hercules thing. Yeah. He had no, no clue. He had Mm-mm. to be told. Right. So I'm not buying it. Mm-mm. But I know whatever. you're still kind of iffy on that. Um, I, you know, I I meant to go back and see what the clock was at when we first got to. Oh the yeah, underworld. we keep talking about that because right there it looked like it would have been about eight twenty seven. Well, and it was ten something the first time they got there. So either it's either gone. Well, they've been there a while. We know that because Charming and Snow are regulars at the Underworld Diner, the Diner from Hell. <laughs> Which everything on the menu is ten dollars and ninety five. I'm sure there's some That's significance some to sig- that. I need to look that up. I'm uh, make a note to look. Take a up. note. Take a note. If anybody knows, let me know. That's yeah, because you looked at the menu. And everything was ten ninety five. That's odd. It is a little. Strange. And it's all bland stuff. Which, and where do they you know, get money? Uh, you know, I don't know. That's an interesting question because. Uh, and we'll we haven't seen this in the episode yet. Um, we, you know, as always, we have it playing in the background. Um, so apparently, the breath of the living is worth oh, that's a lot black on market. the black market, which that's is right. like, oh, the underworld has a black market. Well, yeah, of course well, it does. Well, why aren't we consulting the black market to get something to get out of here? Then well, I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's just well, not, maybe mean, it's not a robust black market. But to be <laughs> fair, they have a dark one and two former dark ones on their team. So they really shouldn't have to consult the black market. Right. They shouldn't. And an old evil queen. I'm not Not sure. She's old. I'm not sure. I understand the economic system of the underworld. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to understand the economic system, but them sitting in the diner (laughs) and the blind witch saying, Hey, I know, you know, I know what my, the waitress saying, I know what my regulars want. And it hits snow. She's like, we're regulars Mm. at this diner. We were supposed to get in, get out. You know, I missed my baby. And so that's when we find out that they're... Finally. Finally. Oh, you have a child. It's the longest I've ever uh, seen a mother go uh, without missing her baby. I'm sure she missed her baby. We just didn't know that she missed her baby. Mm. Right? So the blind witch, after she takes some of Charming's... Well, no. She said she knows how you can talk to him. And he said, what's it going to cost? And so she pulls out... (laughs) She whips out a vial... Because who doesn't have that? And she has... Who doesn't carry a glass tube in their brassiere? Well, I know I, st- I started. <laughs> oh, did you? I after did. this? I did. Just in case. I did. Yeah, I went down to the lab. Um, and so she has Charming <laughs> blow into beakers? it. <laughs> around here? You can, get that, you can get anything on Amazon now. I guess a beaker would be too big. A beaker. Mind. Yeah, of course. You're make me think of Muppets. And so... Train of thought, we train of thought. So she says there's today. that you can do a level one haunting and talk to people. And she said, there's a phone booth. And so they go there and there's a line of people. And dude says, you know, we don't know. I've been doing this for 30 years. I don't know if it gets through. And so they go and sure God, enough, miserable. they haunt 
their infant. They haunt their baby. <laughs> it's just this is not okay. It's not okay. This is not okay. It's not. <laughs> it's really not. And whoever thinks that that's okay, there's it's so backwards too. You're alive and you're haunting someone. It's not supposed to work that way. No. But anyway. you know what I, what I noticed, and this cracks me up, it's gotten to the point where it's funny to me, whenever they see the Scoobies, whenever they see one of their buddies come down, they're like, are you, did some, are well, you, their are initial dead? reaction is, oh, hey, hey, wait, Whoa. are you dead? Like when Regina sees Delina, <laughs> oh, somebody got you, huh? Somebody <laughs> finally did you in. Oh, no, I'm very much alive. Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. So I like that. I like that, like you said, at first it's like, oh, hey, oh, hey. So let's. <laughs> what uh, happened? Let's uh, maybe curtail some of this madness. You mm. know, we're, we're we're getting a little we're getting a little off top. Well, not off topic. We're, we're we're a little out of control today. I feel. Let's take a step back. Um, how does Lena get to the underworld uh, to begin with, and why did that even happen? Uh, so, a couple scenarios. Uh, Hades. Well, he needs a, a baby ultimately, but that's not really – he was doing this more under – you could be led to believe that he was doing this under the guise of I wanted to – or he said later in the episode that I wanted to rescue your baby uh, hmm. for, for them and that you know maybe he was doing that so he could kind of get back in her good graces, right. that sort of thing. So what we see in the front well, is she does the portal at the very beginning of the episode and she ends up – what She doesn't do the portal – Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Rumple opens it up. That's not what I meant. Sorry. Which I'm a little over the portal thing. I just kind of down. I kind of. I'm kind of uh, to the point where it's like just wave your hand and open a portal. Mm, it, true. It, it, it just it seems we get it. We yeah. we don't need all the other. You stuff. have magic. Just, we don't. Just open a portal. <laughs> Let's do it. Just open a portal. It's like when you have and the... when you can't open the portal, just <laughs> clap, say. Clap. Uh, the battery needs a little charging. Mm, it, mm-hmm. it, maybe it requires too much magic. I need to level up or charge up Something. before I do that. But this, I, I'm kind of over all the... So anyway. Rumpel and Hades are down in the basement and um, Hades has Rumpel working for him. And the deal is if he helps him get this baby that uh, he needs a baby, he doesn't tell Rumpel why. So if you help me, then I'll tear up this contract and you can have your kid. And so, bada bing, bada boom, Rumple does the portal. And sure enough, the, we see back in storybook, Belle has brought a bottle. There are two baby cribs, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. So, Neil's in one, and Zelina's baby, Zelina and Robin's baby, Sweet Pea, as she likes to call her, is in the other. And so, Belle is talking to Mother Superior, which really ticked me off. Because why does she call her Mother Superior? Oh, we right, know right. she's a blue fairy. And I was like, dadgummit, we're doing the same thing that we used to do with freaking Snow and Mary Margaret. You know she's not Mother Superior. Call her blue. Call her blue. Why call her Mother Superior? Well, but... No, I know she was I, in the, the nun guard. I get it. I get it. I mean, that's the position she holds. So right. it's actually a little more accurate than the whole Mary Margaret Snow thing. But, but still, I understand where you're coming still, from. Still, these people know who they are now. Why call her Mother Superior? Call her Blue. Anyway. So it turns out it was Zelina pretending to be Blue because all of a sudden Blue showed up and oh, she knew it was Zelina. Well, but Belle knew something was... Uh, Afoot. Something wasn't right to begin with. Right, right. Which is interesting mm-hmm. to me. Well, she sensed it because she couldn't remember something about the bottle or... She, I don't know what it was. Anyway. But she couldn't sense Rumple had already regained his uh, well, she, dark one power. She sees what she wants to see, just like every woman. Mm-hmm. And she so, was Twitter-pated. <laughs> and so, Portal <laughs> opens up. Um, Zelina grabs... or Zelina has the baby, and Portal opens up, and Belle's yelling, you're going to hurt us all. I'm not doing it. And so, Belle grabs the baby and falls into the portal. And so, then Zelina jumps into the portal. And so... They land, but they're not, they didn't land where Rumple and Hades were doing the magic, which we thought was interesting. They landed out. What we figure it was well, outside Rumpel, of. Rumpel, yeah, it looked like it was outside of the convent type in area, Underbrook. And, which Rumple referred to when he meets up with Bell later that um, he understands why they didn't come through uh, because there oh, was, because they there were was supposed three, to be right. There was three of them as opposed to one. Right. right. He was just trying to get a baby. Not additional Not passengers. Two adults that came with right. it, which which is interesting. How how do you open a portal from where you're at to go 
to get a baby and it's a baby is the bait do you have to open it to where it like engulfs the whole crib because the baby's not going to go oh cool let me jump in this swirling know. vortex and go to another realm don't baby know. baby's not going to do that and no. so i don't know i just I'm not saying it's contrived. I'm just, I was just kind of thinking that through logically. If you were just trying to get the baby, how exactly was that going to work? Because hmm. you're going to, if you were just trying to open it up underneath the cribs, you would have gotten both of them yeah. because they're right, right next right to each next other. To each other. I, don't I don't know. That would have been kind of interesting even thought about that. in itself. Yeah. Whole other story. Oh, to have both. Oh, yeah. So um, anyway, so they, Belle and, and Zelina are in the underworld with the baby. Belle figures out where they are pretty quick. She says, Rumpel must need me. And then Zelina says, whoa, wait a minute. Hades, it's Hades. Give me my baby. I'm the only one that can protect her. So then we start seeing the backstory with how Zelina and Hades got to know each other. And that was actually, you liked that. Well, that's what makes, that's what really makes the episode is because the acting between Greg German and uh, uh, Rebecca Mater uh, matter uh, in this uh in this episode is maybe some of the best that's yeah. been in the series and the, the writing uh, the around for their, their character scenes is maybe some of the better writing we've seen. At least, uh, it's this very year, sharp. This it's absolutely is, sharp. Yeah, and, and, sure. and he talks about how, you know, how he found her, the portal that she was trying to open up or the portal that she opened up attracted him. And he's, he's admired her handiwork for years. And he kind of talks about some of the people that she sent to him. And so that's, he's talked about that a couple of times. He talked about that with um, Rumpel when he was saying, you know, I've admired your work and Regina's work before she went all soft or whatever it was he said. And so you know that he's aware of people on the other side who are not the other side, but on the upside, above the underworld, storybook or wherever, who are doing things that are sending him people. So he's aware of who sends him souls. Well, I think when she opens a portal, you know, there's probably some pheromones oh, sprinkled think in so? with that. And that's, you know. Mm. Hmm. Mm. Smells her. Yeah. Could be. Um, that's a whole nother show. Yeah. <laughs> that's story, Underbrook After Dark. Uh, she also makes reference to, hey, go back to, you know, go back to hell, you know, or. No, she says, where the hell are you from? Where the hell, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're uh, but there were several references in this episode to hell and making it clear that he wasn't in charge of oh, hell. No, excuse me. She said, who the hell are you? And he said, who the hell am I? That question is more appropriate than you know. See, I can read my handwriting. How about that? That's uh, pretty exciting. But there's several references to make it absolutely clear that there there is... Well, I would take it as there is a hell and he's not the one that's – well, we know he's not the one in charge of it. But he, making reference that there is someone in charge of that and, and it's like, hmm, that might be interesting. I wonder if I wonder if they're ever going to explore that. I, I doubt it. Well, and but the reason the reason he's working – he wants to, to try to work with her is he wants a time travel spell. And so what we find out is is kind of not only the story between the two of them but really the story of, of Hades. You know, he's got an older – he's got a brother and the brother – you know, got everything. So it's in, you know, he's kind of essentially saying we have the same story. You know, you're jealous of your sister. My brother took all my stuff. I want a time travel spell. I want to take everything away from Zeus. I want to be the one on Olympus and have him down where I am. And so really he wants to do all this stuff so he can better. I don't want to say better himself because, but that's essentially what it is. He wants to get out of the spot he's in and trade places with his brother who he's jealous of, just like Zelina. Zelina. Yeah, you know? the, that's the parallel between right. the two characters in this episode is and, and I think that's what eventually attracts them to each other. Right. And and part of the acting in this episode was the it was just so cool to see um we're seeing Zelina grow. Oh, right? absolutely. As a as a character. Now absolutely. she's not it's different from Regina, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think Zelina is ever going to be good. No. Mm -mm. Uh, I just don't see She'll it. She'll be better. Sure. But and not I, good. And I think her daughter is, has a lot to do with that. Sure. Um, Kids but, do that. But yeah, there's they're both very jealous. Yeah. I mean, Hades, why wouldn't he be jealous of Big Zeus, right? Mm -hmm. You know, he was the, Zeus being the captain, uh, the quarterback captain of the, the football team and Hades being in band. 
right? <laughs> so playing probably French horn, something well, like that. Well, and, and, and Zelina even says, you know, he's <laughs> he's as much into revenge and he's just, he wants revenge as much as I do. You know, I mean, that's that's what drives him, just like her. Yeah. And he doesn't have a baby to make her kind of make him soft. No. Um, so that was interesting uh, to me to see that parallel. Yeah. And. Um, well, and it humanized him. It did. You know, even though he's not. Right. Remotely human. No, but it did. It, it humanized him. It, it, it kind of makes you go, oh, just like whenever you hear some, you know, somebody does something horrible and then you hear about their childhood and you're like, oh, OK, well, I get it. I like that she celebrates. She didn't know her birthday. She celebrated the day that she was abandoned. Yeah, her abandonment day. That's interesting. With her green cupcake. I mean, because it's like a it's like a bizarro or reverse birthday, in a way. Yeah, for well, her yeah. at least, because it's like this is the this was the day the birthday of who I am today. Because yeah. that's what made me who right. I am. Right. Um, and I think that's kind of how she views it. It's interesting because uh, didn't they do that? Uh, with Emma, the very beginning of the series. Mm-hmm. It started with her blowing out the cupcake oh, yeah. for so her I birthday. I thought that was an interesting kind of like callback mm-hmm. uh, to that. And I'm not sure why I remembered that. I don't but, know. That was very impressive. <laughs> you like that, huh? We, we find out later, you know, he knows who, when her birthday is. And so at the end of the episode, he tells her when her birthday is. And I thought that was kind of cool, too. Um, it's April 15th, tax day, by the way. Um but you know it's in, it, it is it was interesting and you see him all decked out and he's wearing normal people clothes and so he doesn't come off as the big bad mm, until a little more steampunkish. Well, you know what I mean. I mean he's not <laughs> but it when Which he goes and sees with. the little goblin people, he flames his hair. Munchkins. Munchkins? Yeah, goblins, munchkins. Goblins. Same thing. No, no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. No, 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 no. Goblins <laughs> and munchkins are not the same thing. Anyway. <laughs> Unless it's a Keebler elf, I don't care. Unless they're making me cookies, I don't care what they are. Okay. But then he flames his hair and then they poof one of the little munchkins. Which so he shows his power. He does. And that's munchkin's name was Bog, which reminds me of Nilbog, which is in the movie Troll 2, uh, which is just goblin spelled backwards. I'm sorry. That's just how my brain works. You see some I, weird movies. Oh, no, that's... Troll Two is like no, the, don't even no. It's like no, the best no. worst movie in history. They they have like conventions no. and viewing parties every year, and that thing's been out for. Slither years has now. to be one of the best worst movies in history. Really? Well, I made you watch that because Nathan, Nathan Fillion, Fillion is in it. <laughs> what a weird movie. Anyway, it's an awesome movie. They decide Robin Zelina shows up at at the apartment, of course, because where else would somebody go when they're new to Underbrook? They go to the Charming's apartment because that's where everybody's going to be. Uh, and you know what? A great example of leading with pertinent information. Yeah, she walked Something right in. That Superman did not do when he went to go battle Batman. <laughs> yeah. He should have led. They got with, my mama. Exactly. And none of that would have happened. The end. 45 minutes of that movie would have never happened. They got my mom. Her name is Martha. <laughs> the end. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yep. Okay, let's go. Selena walks in. They Hades is after the baby. That's right. I'm here. I'm not dead. I'm very much alive. Yep. The baby's here. And Hades is after her. She's in, she's in danger. Yeah. It's like, yes, finally somebody gets lead with the the important information please mm-hmm. and robin Save decides you know this. robin can track anything they're going to go track the baby they're going to go track the baby in the woods and uh what right she makes the point well she but she doesn't make it a point to say that bell has the baby right and good on bell for what take not giving the baby no, away well she wouldn't give that baby yeah why would she do that and so where does bell go well where else would <laughs> bell go to <laughs> To go consult a book. Yeah, I mean, where else else would she go? (laughs) So she goes to the library, and up from from the elevator comes Rumpel. All right, so this scene solidified why this is one of the best episodes. Well, okay, you know what? I agree with you. Am I maybe kind of softening you up a little bit here? No. Come over to our side a little bit? And I can't explain why (laughs) my rating is as low as it is, because every time we talk about it, I I really, I mean, I love, I love the Zelina and Haiti stuff, because it was written so well, and I like the interaction between the two of them. And this scene, to me, is probably one of the best scenes so far, because it's everything. It's their relationship. It's their future. It's their past. It's all right there. And he's full on, I love you. 
<laughs> but I also love my power. Right. I can do both. <laughs> I can see, love both. You see this knife? She's real pretty yeah. and very nice. <laughs> I love her too. Yeah. So y'all are gonna have to figure out how to yeah. coexist. And he comes out with his hashtag sorry, not, not sorry, sorry speech. Well, you know, and, and the thing is <laughs> finally he, he's up there saying, you know, you fell in love. You always said that you fell in the love, you fell in love with the man behind the beast, and that's not true. You fell in love with the beast mm-hmm. who you know, and so and that is true. I mean, Bell, the whole time, like any of the flashbacks we see, he was full on beast mode. And thank you, Marshawn. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> He was green and scaly. If if, if, if Rumple ever eats Skittles <laughs> in an episode when he's in full on Rumplestiltskin mode, I'm going to fall out of my chair. I don't think, I don't think they have Skittles in Storybook. <laughs> um, and so anyway, and so it's a great, you know, it's it's him because he's come to terms with the fact that he loves this woman more than, and you know, he loves Belle. He does. There's not a doubt. He does. But he loves his power. Yes. And so why can't why can't he have it all? And she says, I can't love you like that. And he says, Yeah, you can. Uh, well, yes, you can. Well, that's, that's it's a choice. To, that's up to you now, isn't it? Oh, and hey, by the way, <laughs> you're pregnant. <laughs> Which is the first time in the history of mankind that a man has told his wife, uh, you were with child. Yeah. I just <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and by the way, I've already given it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but there's a catch. Yeah. I'm the dark one. You're gonna love me. You're pregnant, and the baby belongs to Hades. I mean, that's a fantastic. Hey, I've missed you. Have you been, hun? And she just handles it, and then she's going to flee. But you know, she kind of stands her ground, says, "No, I don't need to make any decisions now." And I, I'm interested. To, I want to know what happens now because I was very concerned. When he left her and, you know, basically (sighs) when they got back together Mm -hmm. and then he was lying or not being honest and I was very fearful. And I think at that time I felt like maybe she deserved better. But the more I thought about it is maybe she doesn't deserve better because she – Puts up with it. I mean, she kicked him out of town at one point, but then took him back. I mean, how many times are you going to, how many times are you going to get walked on? And, 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 but here he's finally owning up to who he really is and, and kind of like setting everything out on the table. And I was like, well, whatever decision she makes now, she goes in eyes wide open. Uh, you know, whatever happens next, I, I feel like it's on her. Right. Yeah. You know, because he's like, finally being honest and deep down, like you said, loves her. And I think he loves her enough to let her know that, Hey, Hey, this is just the way, this is who I am. Well, this he is says a package deal. Am I a better man? Yes. Am, am I a different man? No. Yeah. And I was like, that's because he has, you know, his character has changed infinitely. Mm-hmm. He's learned how to love. He's learned that it's okay to love. He's lost his son. He's lost love. He's been the dark one. He's not been the dark one. He had to train with Merida. And so, I mean, he's been weak and he's been all of that. And so I think his character is, has evolved tremendously, but he will never be good. He may do good things randomly, but there's always going to be a reason that he's doing good. Always. There's always going to be something in it for him. Everybody knows somebody like that. Yes. Yes. And so I feel like he is really stepping into this, filling the anti-hero. Yeah, I would say so. Um, He's not. I a, wouldn't say void because I don't think there was a no, void. No. Uh, because uh, Regina's full-on hero now. Yeah. I wouldn't even call her an anti-hero. Uh, but I, I feel at this moment, Rumpel slash Mister Gold fulfills what I would. Uh, well, there's not really anything typical about an anti-hero, I guess, but and that's good because I feel like an anti-hero is good to have. Um, but but by definition, you're right. It's I'm going to do this, and it's it's just you know it just so happens you're going to get some benefit out of this. Right. But I'm not. But so not, am I. But that's not why I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll save you, but not because you know it's the heroic thing to do. It's because what what's in it for me? You know. Um, I want to see where Belle's character goes because I, I I I wonder 
if this is maybe the possibility of us seeing a little, little bit of Lacey uh, again. And Why I, would we see Lacey? I, I, I'm not saying necessarily the character, just the the named character, but just maybe some of that attitude. Because remember, Lacey was into the bad boys, right? And so we, we've established that, that she did fall in. He reminded her she fell in love with both. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I feel like maybe now she needs to be honest with herself and go, you know what? You're right. I do like that edge. Well, she has to. I mean, think about it. Because we were just, we you listened to the, the Beauty and the Beast stuff earlier. And so we were talking about the movie Beauty and the Beast and how that's probably the best. To, my, in our mind, it it's our it's our favorite, favorite Disney movie. My, oh, I would, is I would, it your favorite? It's always okay. been my favorite okay. Disney movie. Because yeah. a Tangled is now my second favorite, but that's neither that's here fair. nor there. Um, you know, and, and I think... She, the life that she lived, everything she read, everything she did, she was always looking for adventure. You know, in the, in the flashbacks we see, she's always wanting adventure and she's mm-hmm. wanting that life. Mm-hmm. She never wanted Gaston. She never wanted the dude who wanted to stay at home and have six or seven dogs no, or puppies. Yeah. <laughs> no, boys. Strapping young boys. <laughs> like, like me. me. Um, she, you know, she's always wanted that life and she fell in love with the beast. Mm-hmm. And he said, you fell in the, you fell in love with the man because of the beast or you fell in love with me because of the man was a beast or the beast was, I don't know. Anyway, she fell in love with both. And he said, you know, and that's what I am. I'm both. And she does. She has a thing for bad boys. Yeah. And I think maybe this is that, uh, that line between when you have your nose in a book, which books are great. Love books, love Mm -hmm. reading, love learning. That's, 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 uh, that is fundamental to development. But I think, that that's the problem, right? It's it's that what I read and learn in a book versus real world experience and that real world adventure. Instead of just reading about it, now I'm actually going out and doing it, yeah. and it tends to be very different than sure. than what it is r- romanticized right. in 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 a book. Right. And so I think that's kind of what she that that's where I think a lot of her struggle comes from. It's like I have the. She's very idealistic because of the, you know, these things have been put in her head because of these books. And it's like the practicality of some of these things is just not, well, okay, it just doesn't measure up. Here's what I was just thinking when you were talking about that. So she doesn't like the fact that he's evil, but she doesn't seem to mind the fact when he does fun things with the magic. Like all of a sudden they're wearing the suit and the fancy dress and they're in the ballroom. Okay, that's fine. You can use your magic for that. But if you're going to turn somebody into a roach, I'm not okay with that. Right. Or if you're going to kill. That's bad. I'm okay. I'm not okay. I'm not okay with that. And who knows behind closed doors what other kind of things are going on. We're not going to get into that. (laughs) We're not going to get into that. So she's pregnant with the dark one's (laughs) child. So we're wondering, it's like, does the baby come out with powers? I don't know. I think that'll be fascinating. I can't wait to see. That is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. So, are you buying the Hades Zelina uh, courtship? No, I guess we. Could and call you it. know, and she's not buying it either. No, it the, shouldn't. The whole point with the bike, like they find Dorothy's bike, and they're going to go on a bicycle built for two, which was just built for one. That would have been priceless. He and she enchants it to take her where Dorothy is because she wants to get the Scarecrow's brain. They need the brain for the portal What's spell. That goofy hat. I'm sorry. Who's goofy? Oh, Belle? No. Uh, oh, Regina Zelina. is... No. Well, Regina's hat Regina showed up too. with the hat. But Zelina's hat when she's on full-on green mode is just a little ridiculous. Well, she's a witch. But anyway. Yeah. I like, side note, that Aldrin, once upon a time... I guess Wicked's coming to Houston. And so every oh, commercial break was see. about going to see... It was about Wicked. And we were like, the kids are like, what is that? Anyway, not, I just thought that was it's beautiful not, timing. Not for you. But um, we should try to go see that. I wicked. Think. I haven't seen yeah. a show in forever. Forever. That's not true. When is the last time we saw a show that wasn't a Marvel movie? Well, when or I think a show, I'm talking like a play. When a have we musical. seen a play? Have we never seen a play? Not together. And we've been together 17 years. Oh. Yeah. I think that we're going to move on before I get into it. Yeah. Last thing I saw that was a play, which is really not a well, I guess it's a play, is the <laughs> Nutcracker. And the entire time I was like, holy night, I've got to pry my eyelids open. Why are there no words? I had no idea. <laughs> okay. 
That was it. All right. Fair. That's that's my fancy experience with the theater. So, anywho, they find the baby. Robin and Regina and Zelina find the baby. Oh, Zelina still got the bottle. We're all good. And she has no magic, so it's not going to hurt anything. She takes the baby. Everything's fine. Uh, we have no magic in Oz. She's it'll limping. She's hurt. It'll yeah, be fine. It'll be fine. Sure, Robin, go what, ahead. Give me the happen? baby. Yeah. Well, she's holding the baby, and guess what? She starts sparking. Mm. Mm. So what does she do? She blasts him. She takes the baby. Because why wouldn't she? Well, it's her baby. It's her baby. But then she realizes she's hurt the baby. And she feels really, really bad. And so she gives the baby to I, them okay. because it's for her their best her so, best chance. So <laughs> how did she know that using her magic hurt the baby? Because the baby got a little mark on his scar. Face, shit, ch- uh, chin, <laughs> cheek. God bless. What just happened? I'm not sure. I just had a malfunction, I think. <laughs> All my things just fired. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just felt like that was just some weird assumption because babies drool and their cheeks get chapped. Well, I, but I I, it was it was a thing. She knew that she had done it. She I somehow guess. heard it. Oh, hurt are you the saying baby. a mother knows? A mother just knows. instinctively she knows. Yeah. I did this. Yeah. Fine. Whatever. I mean, <laughs> okay. You know, and, and I think for whatever it's worth, I think she, I mean, desperately she wants to be a good mother. She didn't have a good mother. She didn't have a mother, period. And so that's hugely important to her. And so that's why when she thinks that she's hurt this child, she knows that she has to give him up. And so we see her say exactly what her mom said when we see the flashback of her mom giving her away when she was an mm. infant. She said, "It's this is your best chance. You know, and and I think that that's what that's why she ends up giving the baby back to which is weird. Robin and Regina. Regina says she'll as best as she can. She'll keep that baby safe. You know, it's weird that she would say the exact thing, or at least the similar thing that her mother said. And it's weird that she wouldn't catch herself in that moment and remember. Yeah. Like, well, wait. Oh, hey. This is what I was told. Yeah. And maybe that would be an opportunity to seek to understand why her mother did what she did. Yeah. I guess she's just so... When you turn green... See, look, there's a big old mark on the baby's uh, that's cheek. That's fine. I'll get over it. Okay. I think when you turn... When you were so jealous that you turn green, I, maybe it's going to take you a while to get over that. I, I think I'm so. thinking. That's not if an easy thing. If you physically turn green because of your jealousy, um, I don't know. I just thought that was an opportunity for maybe her to. I mean, she did a lot of growth in this this episode I think, anyway. I think she did too. So the whole Hades and Zelina thing. So we see them just like making eyes at each other yeah. all over Oz, and they're riding it's bikes and being sweet. And at one point, he just kind of looks at her and she's like, "What?" And he goes, "Nothing." And we find out later <laughs> that his little he felt something in his heart, something stirred, and. I think that bike ride made everybody. Tingle. I think so. Wee. Wee. It's like a broom with wheels. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so um, they find the scarecrow. They find Dorothy. She zaps Dorothy so she can't move and takes the scarecrow's brain pretty gruesomely, rips it out of his head. And so she. What did you think about that? That she just did it? Well, I mean, we see people take people's hearts out. Yeah. To see someone have their brain ripped out, how did you, you know, what did you think about that? I think it shows that we've gotten so used to having people's hearts get ripped out that it doesn't mm-hmm. even phase us. But when it's a brain, you're like, ooh. Yeah. Which to me is, I guess a heart would be worse in my mind. But we know people can live without their hearts. Apparently, they can't live without their brains. Yeah. Because he went boom to the ground. Just kind of makes it. Worse. Yeah. Somehow. It was just a. I don't know. But, I mean, to be fair, it was a scarecrow. And a, and a creepy por- scarecrow. Por- <laughs> really creepy scarecrow. CGI scarecrow <laughs> at that. So she's got, the, <laughs> she's got the brain, and she, at this point, she turns around, and Hades is gone, and she's thinking, I've been had. I mean, that's initially what she's thinking, because everybody else has left her. And at one point, he tells her, you know, nobody, I hate to tell you this, but nobody loves you. So he's not very nice to her. I mean, he's nice to her, and then he's not nice to her, and then he's nice to her, and well, then he's not nice back. to her. He had to go back and get started on dinner. Well, yeah, well, we find that out. He's yeah. got a nice spread. Everything's green. I don't know where she buys all of her green stuff. Everything is green. 
Like she must it's go to the Char- Emerald City. I know, Steph. but they must have a massive charming Charlie's there for everything to be green. <laughs> Everything's green. <laughs> I don't think you don't think I, so. I don't think everybody knows what a charming Charlie's is. Charming Charlie. Oh, why am I? Why yeah. am I? Why, wait a minute. Why am <laughs> I the you? one that knows what this is? It, um, it's an accessory store. You yeah, walk in, right. and it's all organized by color. By it's mind blowing. It, uh, so you need a pink pair of earrings for an event. Go to Charming Charlie. Everything in these sections is that, that you could color. possibly want accessory wise. Group by color. Group by color. It's quite it's, ridiculous. It's like it's like going in there and then a rainbow just threw up all over. Pretty the place. much. Pretty much. And yeah, I, yeah. I'm not gonna take that joke yeah any further. Yeah. Because I forgot what we were doing. Yeah. I thought I was on another show. Yeah. I was about to go there. (laughs) So he, yeah. So he has a nice dinner for, and then we find out something about the whole love thing. And, you know, and I can't remember it because the whole time I'm sitting there going, you're so full of crap. Like I couldn't, I couldn't even listen to him tell her, you know, I just, if I could, if I could have the love of someone, no, the tear or something. I I don't even remember because it really was. I was like, I don't even, I don't even believe it. I don't believe anything this man's saying. And he just wants to come she back. She wanted to believe, though. Sure she does. She wants to be loved so desperately. Well, who doesn't? Exactly. Who doesn't? And Show me someone who doesn't want to be loved. Well, I mean, truly and honestly, they well, don't exist. And he's playing her. He's totally playing her. And it's like she wants to believe him, but at the same time, then she goes, okay, wait, dude, this is Hades. He's playing me. And um, I don't know. It was really kind of... It was hard to watch, almost. It was kind of like... um. Like all those 80s movies when the guy, the handsome guy, I'm not saying Hades is necessarily handsome. I'm not ragging on him. I mean, he's not not handsome, but he's no hook. Um, when the handsome guy is like attracted to the girl, you know, the ugly kind of ugly duckling girl. And then the whole time you're screaming at the screen, don't believe him, don't believe him. And then she. Oh, because he was doing it on the dare. Yeah, exactly. So that's like I was waiting like for that. one of his big, big buddies to go, dude, come on, just ask her to the prom. I mean, I just it I just wasn't I didn't buy it. But I don't. I don't know. Maybe I shoot. Who knows? Maybe part of him. Maybe, well, yeah. I mean, because then we find out he felt something when they were on the bike bike ride. His heart stirred a little bit. Maybe she could be the one, and maybe they could be in love, and then maybe he could come back to life. And he just wants to be alive and change his life. And blah. I think that's why I said three bugs. I just don't buy it. I like the part leading <laughs> up to it, and I like the bell and and rumple stuff. And the haunting thing kind of creeped me out, but I just don't buy him so the dis- caring. So the distrust you have of Hades in this episode influenced you to downgrade. I think so. The overall review, yeah, of the episode because I, I don't you know, want to see Zelina get hurt, even though Zelina is not. <laughs> I think you might be t- taking this a little too seriously. Well, <laughs> that's what we're supposed to be doing, it is right? Just, well, yeah, I know it's but... just a show, but you come to care about characters. I know, and you don't want to see. Agree. I mean, she's been just treated like crap her entire life, and so here's this guy who shows up, and he's showing interest in her, and he's saying all the right things, and his little heart's pitter pattering, and she's like, "Ooh!" And then she goes, "The other part of her's got to be going, okay, this is Hades. This is like not a good dude." And then so she believes him, and then then he, ugh, I don't know. Hmm. And then we find out at the end, he takes her baby, or no, he wanted to take her baby so that he could get it away from the other people so she could have it, and he could know that she he really, really cared about her. And so then she's like, ah. And then he tells her when her birthday is. So she, you know that he's been carrying a torch for her this whole time. See what I did there? Because he's Hades. <laughs> Blue torch. A blue torch. So it was a natural, uh, natural, a natural gas, gas torch. That's right. So the other thing, and we have yet to talk about this. Maybe he's just slow playing it. Maybe he's that much of a, a not just a player, but he his. First of all, he's immortal, right? So he can slow play any plan. She's not immortal, though. No, but my point is, is that if he's playing her, he's and he wants this to ultimately succeed. I mean, he's in it for the long haul, so he can he can play it true indefinitely. That's I mean, true. he may get impatient, but you know, if you're immortal, true. You so got, you got forever. To what wait. we what we're to believe now is that he, the whole reason he wanted the baby was so he could give her the baby, 
and she wouldn't have to deal with those people anymore. And he and she could live down there and rule the underworld together, mm-hmm. basically. Right. But, with her, their live baby. And then I guess he would never need uh, a baby to do the time spell because he did. no need to do the time warp again because uh, I got what I need. I got what I need. But how do you trust that as a mother? How I don't, do you? I don't know. You, somebody's told Zeus you. Zeus is still out there. Yeah, how do you, somebody's told you, I need a baby to do a spell, and this is going to change my life, and oh, hey, you happen to have a baby, ooh, I love you. Yeah. Really? Mm. See? Uh-uh. Mm. Yeah. See? Do you see? Mm-hmm. See? No, no, I no, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. From a, don't, don't trust Hades as far as you could throw him. Yeah. Um. You know, because I think that if she if she did go along with it, she would have to have a stipulation as to, okay, fine, but in order for this to really work, we got to go take care of this Zeus thing because it's like that's his unfinished business. Mm. Not that he needs to move on, but if if you know that going in and you know that he's got this um, desire to, because she she understands that uh, uh, better than anyone else yep. how. Uh, eaten up with, with with jealousy and what that'll do to you. Yep. She even says it uh, uh, there at the end of the episode that it, you know, I really you know she really wants to believe, but uh, I can't because I feel like you're playing me because right. that's exactly what I would do. Right? Absolutely. So they're very very similar. It, absolutely, and and you know maybe that's ultimately that's I wouldn't say it's a problem, but that's what should give her pause is because they are too similar, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, does that make for the best of relationships when 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 people are too similar and too alike? Yeah, I mean it's been my experience, personal experience and observation that don't work. That out. That work don't well. work out so good. Well, and that's why <laughs> Bell likes the bad boys. Yeah. Ooh, maybe Bell. No, never mind. Where if she doesn't want the dark one, she's sure not going to want Hades. Oh no. So the thing we have yet to talk about. And this is one of the things that we just kind of keep laughing about. And I think Jared Gilmore even wrote about it. He tweeted about it the other day. He said, I wish Henry, I would wake up and Henry will have, Henry's pen would have done my homework or something like that. <laughs> so he goes to sleep and he wakes up and the pages have been written. And that was actually, so, you know, that's, and we've talked about this forever. Well, however long we've been doing this. One of the things we like so much about this show is the way that it blends the humor and the action and just the writing. It's so sharp. You know what I mean? It really is. And so you've got this, this poor boy has two moms. He's a teenager. He's going through all this angsty stuff. We see more and more emo Henry. He comes down, he's got these pages and Emma says, it's very well written. And Regina says, the illustrations are lovely. And so he's, he's just like, dad, gum it women. You know I mean? He's gotta be, it's gotta be. Ah. Just back up. It's back up a little. And, and everyone's a writer. I, I, everyone's a critic. Everyone's a critic. Everyone's a writer. I felt like maybe that was a jab at maybe critics and maybe some fans. Mm, I, I always think that sometimes writers kind of get little things Try in there. Try to get there. a little dab in. Just, like, just, yeah, yeah get a little jab in. And, and just to maybe maybe it maybe it's a very cathartic thing for them to be able to write something in for them to say jesus get off of mac already it's just i'm just trying to tell a story it's yeah. not going to be perfect every time right well and so what we see is apparently either the pen is writing in itself or he's sleep writing well, which would be fantastic let me let me share something from uh karen and okay. that she she's in our um uh our facebook group mm. which we just started recently and we did um we did, uh, I was going to say live tweeting, but that's Twitter. Live Facebooking. Yes. Which is weird. Live commenting. Live, live posting. Live chat oh, uh, yes. on this uh, episode post in our Facebook group. And she posed the question, uh, what are people thinking about Henry's sleep writing? Uh, what, what do you think that's all about? When we saw Isaac, he held the pen above the paper and it wrote, but he was awake. Why does Henry have to be asleep? Is that an underworld thing or some new rule they decided to throw in there? Hmm. Maybe maybe see all of the above? I don't know. Maybe because um, we've seen that people's magic works differently in the underworld. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think that's probably the first biggest thing that they would point us to is that, hey, it's not that it's backwards, but Different. things just work differently. Yeah. And he knew that 
he wanted to not influence the writing and just write them out. Right. He wanted to write what was true and what Mm -hmm. was honest, right? Mm -hmm. And so the thought that I had was maybe that's his subconscious doing it for him because when you're conscious, if you're conscious and you do it, you have maybe the ability to influence influence and things creep in that you want to have happen. Whereas your subconscious at a subconscious level, the more the honesty is going to come out because it's what you truly believe inside. Well, I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's, it would be weird if they brought this up and then did nothing with it. No, I think they'll have to because we, we saw it happen twice. He took two naps apparently in a very short amount of time. And he, the first time when he came down and he had the pages, it was all about snow and charming eating their breakfast. And hook was like, so is, is what I eat for breakfast going to be in there tomorrow. <laughs> and, but that was tremendous for snow and charming because also in there, so it's stuff that he wasn't a part of. Like he doesn't, he's not in the scenes. He's not there when they're sitting there eating breakfast. He's not there when they're doing the level one haunting. But yet in the pages, he wrote that baby Neil back in the crib heard his parents' voices blowing in the wind. Mm-hmm. And so that meant everything to Snow and Charming, you know, mm-hmm. because that meant that it got through. And so they were super stoked about that. And so he knows things that are going on or the pen knows things that Henry's not aware of. And so that kind of leads me to believe that the pen has, well, I mean, obviously the pen has a mind of its own. If it has unfinished business and it's an essence and it went to the underworld. So I don't know. I'm, I am I can't, I'm kind of very curious to see where that goes. Hmm. I can't even speculate at this point. I don't Mm-mm. think we've been given enough. Mm-mm. The one complaint I guess I would have about the episode is there wasn't, There wasn't a lot of movement on how are we going to get out of here. And I no, guess there was, there was, I guess there was just the diversion of Zelina showing up. Yeah. Wasn't a, okay, guys, just take a break from trying to get out of here. Zelina's here. You're right. That's too much too much to handle. We can't do anything else except for focus on this right now. Well, we see um, we see Snow's resolved in this one when she knows that Neil hurt her. She's like, That's it. Let's do it. Let's figure out how we can how we can get rid of Hades so we can go home. So, I mean, she's resolved. Maybe that's what it took, you know, them doing that and getting to that point. But they're still going to have to figure out how to get hooked back with them. Well, and they're going to have to figure out how to get all these people are coming. I mean, this place is getting packed with live people. They've now got three more live people. You you can't just invite your friends. Mm -mm. I invited you. You can't invite friends without running it by me first. I hate that. My mom said I I don't have enough food. That's right. Well, and you know, we've seen in the, in the, we've talked about the Percy Jackson stuff in the Greek mythology, Persephone had the pearls around everywhere. Right. And so you had to have the pearls to get back and forth. And so, yeah. And the boat's gone. Rumpel's destroyed the Blasted boat. That. So. Uh, but he can open a portal. I, I bet you. Yeah. I don't know why he's portal. not back yet. What we're going to see, my, my <laughs> money is on Henry's pen. I think Henry's pen will write them back. That's going to be the only way, unless there's something that we haven't seen yet. That they all get home because there's a boatload of people <laughs> well, down there that need to get home. Henry's pen or Hercules could come back and help them get you out. You are convinced, Hercules. What if Hercules, you're going to be so sad if we don't see him again. I am. I'm going to be crushed. Uh, you know, if Hades, okay, we talked about this. I know. Hades is so hell-bent. I know. See what I did there? Yeah, I saw. To get back at his brother, Zeus. Right. And... I still feel like Meg was a plant. Uh, well, I do too, but I just think you're going to be completely crushed I, if I we don't like, see them again. I feel like Hades is the type of big bad that's going to have multiple strings going at sure. once. Why? Because not every plan is always going to work, so you got to have a backup plan. He's he like Hydra. He, he impresses me as a very intelligent uh, individual sure. that would have backup plans and a backup plan to his backup plan because at the end of the day he still wants his revenge on Zeus and yep. I believe nothing, even the even love, is going to divert him uh, from that task. Yeah. Um, he may he may actually really love Zelina, but I've, how is that any different 
than Rumpel loving Belle. True. He still loves his power and he's True. still going to do things to satisfy that need for for feeling that power while he still loves her. Yeah. And he wouldn't directly do anything to hurt her. So I think it's possible that Hades uh, definitely loves Zelina, but she is just a means to an end. Yeah. But good on her. Good on her for not... Uh, not jumping at not it. Not jumping at it. Well, I mean, they only had the day, right? You know, you know well, one, that's one, that one bike true. ride does not a relationship make. Well, he even said something about falling in love with her, and she's like, "We, we just met," you know, which was a great little ode to Frozen because that was one of those, you know, <laughs> yes. you just you can't marry someone you just met. You, you and know, I, and I like that. I like that. You know, we're seeing more and more stuff like that where you're, they're telling people, "Hey, you can't, you don't just turn around and get married after somebody you've just met." But I digress. I liked that little part. I don't understand why they couldn't use that uh, red uh, TARDIS that uh, they were calling baby Neil with to get out. Well, because, uh, but it does now that you've said that. So if the blind witch says that's a level (laughs) one haunting, it leads you to believe that there are different levels of different things. So maybe we'll hear, maybe we'll hear more about that. Absolutely. Maybe I don't, and we didn't see any um, Cruella in this one. So that was kind of bad. I mean, I, I, I adore her. We saw more Robin than we've seen ever. Well, yeah. Robin's been, I, I, don't, I don't know where they go. Maybe they're just hanging out. I don't either. I'd be doing something. I'm still not a hundred percent buying why his, his reasoning for going with Regina to the underworld and leaving his baby behind. I don't know. That's uh, just me. Maybe he thought that blue fairy would protect her. <laughs> See what I did there? That, that could be, that could be. You know, the other thing about the phone booth. Okay. Well, wait, would you take a baby to the underworld? Oh, you no. mean he would stay? No, he would I stay. No, yeah, no, he wouldn't take the baby yeah. to the underworld. Okay. Sorry, I thought you meant he should have taken. Anyway, go ahead. Is why um, none of them have gone to that phone book booth, called the operator to get them out of the matrix. <laughs> I, Where's the pill? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Why couldn't they? Why couldn't they go and call the blue fairy and have her do something? Doesn't she have all kind of magic power? Well, she was. I, she was the freaking blue fairy. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I'm still concerned about how they're going to how's Hook get out. Uh, it's going to it's going to be something that where they all I mean, yeah, he's the only dead one. You're right. I don't know. He'll get out. He has to get out. He'll get so, out. So what was your final what is your final uh <sighs> bug designation? I'm going 3. I think that's really? the lowest I've done. Wow. Yeah. After our conversation. I it's just I just don't believe I don't believe Hades and it gives me a a weird feeling in the pit of my stomach because I think he's playing Zelina and I don't like that. And I just I I don't know. I mean the right I don't know. The writing was sharp in certain I mean the writing was sharp all the way around. <laughs> I just don't like him playing Zelina. So I'm doing three <laughs> solely because I don't like him that he might be jacking with her. I appreciate that you have an objective opinion. <laughs> Just, <laughs> no, I mean, I thought it was very well written. Okay. Of course, incredibly well acted. It has my rating has nothing to do with either of those two things. It just made me feel icky. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's really all it is. So what about next week? Are you excited to see Gaston? Gaston, I guess. I mean, uh, does that make you nervous in any way? You think that's going to throw a kink in the? No, Belle doesn't love Gaston. She never loved Gaston. He's a big goofball. Why would? Why wouldn't any? Everyone loves Gaston. All the girls in the town love Gaston because they didn't. (laughs) He was all that there was in the town. It's like any small town. You fall in love with the big jock football player because that's all there is in the town. And then you get out of the town and you look back and you go, oh, dude, what was I thinking? She doesn't, she has no desire for him. Okay. I I think. <laughs> I don't know. Now she's got pregnancy hormones. There's really no telling what's going to go on next week. 
It's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. But I, I mean, I like I like that that's what they do. They're running into people that are part of their pasts. Maybe, I mean, obviously she's going to help him move on, you know, but that again leads you to believe if she would have never gotten down there. Of course, I mean, I know I'm putting the cart before the horse because we don't know what his story is, but I'm going to bet money that he'll end up moving on because her stuff with him has been resolved or his stuff with Rumpel has been resolved which again goes back to our, so you have to just wait until people get down there Mm -hmm. to figure your stuff out. Which goes against what you were saying earlier, which is people are just moving on. Right. So how did somebody move on without somebody else coming down? I, 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 I don't know. Well, but then how did people move on ever? I can't imagine living people make it into the underworld very often. Well, but maybe... That it goes back to the whole black market and living breath is valuable in the black market. It's like, well... Well, then it stands to reason that when somebody would die, they would get down to the underworld and they would hook up with their friend and be like, oh, hey, dude, I'm here. And their friend would say, oh, I'm so glad you're here. Now I'm done. And then they can move on. So I'm dead people have to be going down there and making things resolved. Right. They have to. No, I agree. I agree. It's They'd just, have to. And I, I, hope. I just don't think it's clearly defined. And that's fine. It doesn't have to be. Right. I mean, that's not that's no. not the point. But I mean, we're okay with a painted green woman running through the woods on a bike with a underworld person. Yes, but she can act. <laughs> <laughs> they can all act <laughs> very well. So one of the things that we did this past week was we started a Facebook group. It's been a good experiment so far, Mm -hmm. and I really enjoyed it. We did our first live chat of this episode, and I'm looking forward to doing the next one. And I want to thank everybody that has uh, joined the group, and um, I I really appreciate that. Uh, if anyone else wants to join, I did uh, those Facebook links to groups are like quite long. Yeah. So I did a shorter link. Uh, if you go to nthcast.com slash oncers, uh, that'll take you straight into the Facebook group oh. and you can request to be added. Cool. I also wanted to follow up from a couple of weeks ago. We had put out the call for uh, reviews on iTunes Mm, mm -hmm. and we, we got a bunch of them. Oh, that's awesome. We got a bunch of them. And I want to, I want to thank y'all. Um, that, that means a lot to us. And it's just very cool, uh, that you've done that. Um, yeah, thank you for taking the time. And I wanted to read part of one of them. And this is from Brenna G 27. And the name of the review is positivity and in parentheses it says not evility. <laughs> and I just, <laughs> I thought that you would appreciate that. What Brenna G27 said here is what I appreciate most about this podcast is that it's extremely positive. We have, we all have our favorite characters and plot lines, but not everyone is as respectful as these podcasters. They clearly have their favorites. Steph, I'm definitely in agreement about hook's appeal yeah but don't but don't express negative opinions about other characters now you know this was written before this episode we didn't say anything negative i know know. um i really you know i honestly don't think that there's a character on the show that i don't like i mean i have my favorites uh, well are we talking about our kids now (laughs) no i very definitely have (laughs) i'm just kidding I and, know I'm not supposed to have favorites, but right now you're in third. And so the the last, so I appreciate that. That that means a lot to me personally yeah, thank because, you. um, well, we're just we're just speaking from our heart. It mm-hmm. Just it just kind of comes out. There's no agenda or anything like that. And and so we who knows where we'll go next. But I, I think we're pretty even keel. And and this is I think a testament to that. And, um, so they said they, they closed it out with saying, if you're looking for a non-shipper podcast, I definitely give this one a shot. And so I appreciate that. Uh, and I didn't realize that there were, uh, you're looking at me funny. I don't right? know what that means. What means? Non-shipper. What oh, you don't mean? know what shipper means. No, I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, goody. What does that mean? Uh, so when, when a fan base takes, uh, several, characters from the show that they would like to see get together. Um, it's shortened up for relationshiping, right? So oh. 
the, the whole, I guess before Hook and Emma uh, got together, uh, they, people were looking for that. Uh, they, they like uh, uh, so many other shows do it as well. Like um, Walking Dead, for example, Carol and Daryl, people are always shipping that. Um, the whole shipping shipping. Yes. That's the, t- <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> it's a, is it just like when people start a, dating these days, they don't date, they're talking. That, no, okay. <laughs> no, this is purely the fan base okay. is, is hoping beyond all hope. That gotcha. These characters get together. Gotcha. And it, it, it becomes so big that it clouds their judgment about the ah, show itself. Because okay. It's like a lot of fan fiction mm-hmm. uh, is is around writing characters, getting together and doing things yeah. and all that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. Uh, it, but it's interesting. You will appreciate this. The, the whole shipping thing started with a show that you really like, which mm. is X-Files. Mm. And so... It's been around that long? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So Mulder and Scully was the first um, relationship on a show that was shipped. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That long ago. Well, it hasn't been has it been that long ago? Yeah. 20 years? It's, it's been a while. 25? Yeah. Interesting. Well, thank you for that. Yes, thank you. We, we appreciate that. No, I meant that. thank you for explaining, but yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for writing it. But yeah, I'm sorry. I don't I don't know what that was. I guess I'm not hip. This Do people a, say hip anymore? This, this has been a weird. <laughs> this has been a weird episode for us. Has it? If it's felt a little weird, it felt like we we're just. Uh, I don't know. It's been a weird week. It, it's been a weird week. It has been a weird week. We're sorry if that's come across. It's been a really weird week. Yeah, but it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. We appreciate you listening. If you want to contact us on Twitter, you can do that at Once Uponeth. If you want to send us an email because you're just not into the whole uh, brevity thing on Twitter, you can email us uh, at once at nthcast.com. And like I said, the Facebook group is at nthcast.com oncers. So definitely uh, give that a a look, and we will talk to you next week. Bye, y'all.